welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Bosho. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. So Psalm 137 verse 1 to 3, the psalmist writes, he's talking about Israel that is taken captive. Daniel being one of them, a 16-year-old boy taken captive by the Babylonians and sold into slavery. As a matter of fact, he was human trafficked as many people were and still sadly as many people are up to this day. The second most lucrative business on planet Earth today is human trafficking. Think about that. People who lose their lives, people who lose everything. So I'm not saying what you're going through is not bad, but hey, there are people waking up this morning who don't even know where they are and how they got there. There are people today that are lying in rooms. We deal with it through past Andre girls that have been trafficked, that are given drugs and abused every day of their lives. We rescue them and then we teach them that there is a life beyond abuse, beyond your pain. And I'll tell you this morning, there's a life beyond your pain, beyond your loss, beyond your tragedy, beyond your disappointment. Say amen. Come on, give the Lord a praise here today in Jesus' name. So the psalmist writes, he says, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yes, we wept. A lot of people weeping. A lot of broken people in our world. When we remembered Zion, we hung our hearts, our harps upon the willows. And we all know a willow symbolizes somebody that is in sorrow. That's why we call them weeping willows. In the midst of it, for there those who carried us away captive, asked us a song. And those who plundered us requested myrrh, saying, sing us one of the songs of Zion. So really, the captive, which is Satan today, with its emotional captivity, physical, relational, and addiction, whatever you are battling, wrestling with, the greatest battles obviously are in our minds, right? Nowhere else. It's the battle here. It is the thoughts that come to our minds. It is the emotions the feelings that try to control and rule our lives. So a whole nation of these people are in captivity. And the fact that the psalmist says they sat down means at one time they were not sitting. It means they had come to a place where they are just surviving. They had lost their hope for deliverance. They had lost their expectation because maybe the delay was too long. They waited and waited and waited. And a generation later, they're still in Babylon. They're still in captivity and they hung up their harps, which means they lost their song in the time of captivity, in their time of sorrow, in their time of disappointment. They stopped singing and then the enemy the Babylonian, the devil comes along and says, now sing a song to God. God has failed you. God is not good. God has disappointed you. God has abandoned you. And I'll tell you, my brother and my sister, the best thing you can do when you're in a place of captivity, when you're in a place of disaster, when you're in a valley of disappointment is to take your harp and to look that devil in the eye and to raise your voice and to sing the praises of God 
to get your harp off the willow. Come on, am I talking to somebody out today? Give the Lord a praise. You, are, you feel like quitting, you feel like running away, you feel like weeping. That burden has almost been too heavy to bear. But you've got to take your harp off the, off the willow again. And you have to get up from your blessed assurance and you have to praise God again in Jesus' name. No matter how bad things are, you want to see a new day, you have to sing a new song. You have to change the melody. We cannot talk about the giants. We cannot talk about everything that we are facing. We have to talk about the future, the future that God promises, who says, I know the thoughts I think towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. We have to talk about better days. That's what God said to Israel. After 430 years of generational slavery, God delivers them in one moment, supernatural acceleration. He brings them out and we're celebrating this Passover. He brings them out in a night, in a moment. And on the way to the land of promise, He gave them the opportunity to change the sound that comes from their hearts, but they could not or they would not. And that stopped them from entering the promised land. Amazing. When life has been tough to you, when things have happened to you, you have to be very cautious not to allow the pain, the suffering, the tragedy to get into you. Oh, you can mourn, you can weep, but you have to allow Jesus to turn your mourning into dancing. You have to allow Jesus to anoint your head with fresh oil. You have to allow Jesus to put off your sackcloth and ashes. Are you listening to me this morning? So when the problems came to Israel, they began to murmur and they complained against Moses. And they said, why did you not leave us in the land of bondage? Well, they prayed for their deliverance. And when deliverance came, they just never could change the sound that came from their hearts. Because although delivered, they were still bound in their minds. They still spoke about captivity. They chose to magnify the giants and not their God. And this caused them to perish. So when the new generation 45 years later has to go into the promised land, God says to Joshua, you better change the sound. You better get rid of the negative sound. You better get rid of the death and the doubt. You better get rid of speaking your fears and your failures. You better get rid of talking about all the giants in the land. You better get a new song. We be well able, be strong and be courageous. Only be strong and very courageous. You change your confession. You hold on to the Word of God. He says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. For you will meditate in a day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you will make your way prosperous and have great success. So God commands the generation that is to possess what God has for them. Although they had 430 years of captivity, enslavement, and sadly that's what generational slavery does. It produces a victim mindset. Something we face all over our world today. People say one thing, they believe something else. Well, you're going to have to change the song, mama. You're going to have to change the sound, young man. You're going to have to stop talking about all the negatives you are facing. And you're going to have to begin to glorify God. You're going to have to begin to worship God when you feel like weeping. You're going to have to rejoice in the Lord when you feel like quitting. Come on. You're going to have to praise God when it seems like there is no reason to praise God in Jesus' name. Come on. Can somebody give the Lord a praise in this place? Somebody in the back row. Come on, some lady, lift your voice today and give the Lord a praise here today. 
some of you have sat long enough at the same place and it's keeping you from your future. Because there's a song of hurt, a song of bitterness, a song of resentment, song of anger. And even worse, when there is no longer a song, there is no deliverance. Because we have to sing about our deliverance while we're in a land of captivity. We have to sing about our freedom while we're in a place of bondage. Come on. We have to sing about our healing while we are fighting with sickness and disease in our physical body. Somebody say amen. So they were ready to abandon their hope, but God sends the prophet Isaiah to them. And Isaiah 35 verse 10, the Lord says, the ransom will return. Of the Lord shall return. You'll get back to Zion. You'll get back to your dream. You'll get back to recovery. You'll get back on your feet again. You will fulfill that I called you. Peter, I said, let's go over to the other side. So no matter how ginormous those waves are, you are not going under. I said, let us go over to the other side. With everlasting joy on their heads. How many of you know, sometimes we need a fresh touch. Amen. In our minds. Hallelujah. Huh? You better get ready for it today. We need God to revive our minds. We need God to pour some oil on us. We need to get rid of stinking thinking. Get those negative paradigms and patterns broken over our minds by the power of the Holy Ghost. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. So God promises them, I will bring you back to Zion. That's the place where God dwells, the church. That's the place of blessing. He says, I will remove your sorrow and sighing. You've got to allow Him to remove your sorrow and sighing. Amen. Or you can hold on to it or you can surrender it. So it's not when we sing that song, I surrender all. It's not just to give your life to Jesus. You need to surrender your burdens, your cares, your worries, your concerns, your innermost, deepest uh, turmoil that you might be experiencing. You have to surrender those things to Jesus Christ so that He can anoint you with fresh oil. He says, I will fill your hearts with a song of joy again. How many of you can do with a song of joy again? Hallelujah. Because when you look at the world, there's not a, there's not a lot to, that gives us a song of joy. So let's put those televisions off. I mean television. Except Wednesday night. So it's easy to lose your song of joy in, 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 a, in a place of captivity. And I dare say, you know, although we think Jesus comes and He offers this perfect life that give your life to Jesus and everything is going to be okay. <laughs> no, He says, give your life to Jesus and I'm going to walk with you and I'm going to walk you through the storm and through the valley. Therefore, everything will be okay. In this world, you will have tribulation but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. It means you're gonna face trouble, you're gonna face sorrow, you're gonna face things that will try and break your heart. And that's what Satan wants to do. He wants to break your heart. He wants to take God's life out of your heart. He wants you to sit down. He wants you to hang up your heart. He wants you to go sit at home and say, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in church. I used to be a tither. I used to be a praiser. I used to be a worshiper. Well, that was Israel. They used to be worshipers. They used to be dancers. They used to rejoice, but they became so cynical, so filled with sorrow. 
sorrow that they lost their joy and they said it's not worth praising God. They just went and sat under the willows and hung their harps on the willows and then the devil the enemy came and said you believe God for healing and your symptoms are worse you believe God for a breakthrough and your business is worse that's your time to get up in the face of the devil and to make a joyful shout unto God to know that the voice on the battleground is the voice of rejoicing in Jesus name that as you praise God things are going to shift in your situation in your heart and in the heavenlies come on I'm going to give somebody that is facing something right now give the Lord a 10 second praise rejoice in the Lord come on you know it is holiday so I'm not going to do your Sunday morning uh, reserved service so we have to worship and praise when we don't understand We have to shut out the negative before the negative gets into us. No matter how real the circumstances, we have to choose to rejoice in the Lord. Like every day you refresh yourself by taking a bath, you replenish yourself by eating, you revive yourself by coming to church. It's a choice, right? Every day you eat. I know some of you like it a lot, but some of us don't. We do it because we have to. Well, the same with rejoicing. It is something that God instructs us from the Old to the New Testament because it's the only way you will keep a sound mind. Because the devil wants to steal two things from your life, or three, righteousness, which is in Christ, right? You are the righteousness of God. You doubt your righteousness, you will live like a sinner. Joy. You lose your joy, you lose your strength. And he wants to steal your peace. You lose your peace, you live in a constant state of worry. Nobody knows what the future holds, but thank God we know the one who holds the future. That's why we rejoice in the Lord. Come on, we rejoice in the promises of God. We rejoice in the faithfulness of God. So maybe you've waited for a long time and so have I. Many things I am still believing God for in my life concerning the ministry, seeing this nation changed, a righteous government, seeing stadiums filled all over South Africa and Africa. And let me say this, seeing Africa take its rightful place on the world stage. I pray for it. I believe it, that Africa will rise and Africa will lead and Africa will not be dictated to by the powers outside of our country that every corrupt politician will be removed, that the righteous will be in governance, that every thief will be exposed because our people have been oppressed long enough. Our people have sat in captivity long enough. This is a work not just for you, but for our nation. Things will get better for our people. Those who are begging by the side of the roads will become less. Gender-based violence will be defeated by the power of the Holy Ghost. Say amen in Jesus' name. Prosperity will come to South Africa. We will talk about it. We will sing about it. We will declare it. We will pray for healing. We will declare healing. We see a beautiful country, a blood-washed country. We see a blessed country. 
We see the people of Africa beaming with the glory of God, with the life of God. Come on. If you are an African, I don't care the color of your skin, jump to your feet and give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Please, I, I, I want to ask one favor from people who have a, a, a little darker texture of skin than me. Don't say to white people you're not African or peach pink people because of our color. Then you should go to America and say to African Americans you're not American because of the color of your skin. I know the last thing people feel like doing is rejoicing. But David says in Psalm 27, I would have lost heart unless I believed. Somebody say, I believe. That I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord. Not when I get into the grave one day. I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Yeah, in South Africa, Pretoria, Blumenau, Cape Town. Yeah, in Zimbabwe gonna see the goodness of the Lord because I have a promise come on our days of captivity are over can you believe it today our days of sorrow are over our days of trouble are over I say it prophetically we're not gonna talk about our trouble and our sorrow and our past we're gonna talk about our future and we're gonna take our harps off those willows and we are gonna sing new songs of deliverance come on are you listening to me we are gonna write songs of deliverance we are gonna write songs of blessing we're gonna talk about a better a new world for all of us not painted by those who try and bring their world order but God's kingdom order which is redemption freedom salvation that's the song we sing about so no matter where we are we have to choose to put on the garment of praise and not allow the spirit of heaviness to stay because sometimes that heaviness wants to come on every person. That's when you have to put on the garment of praise and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And as you make up your mind to rejoice and make a choice to rejoice, your emotions will line up with your motion because it's a spiritual thing. Like prayer is a spiritual thing. Like coming to church is a spiritual thing. You do the right thing, you get the right result. Things change. Nothing about your worship of Jesus is meant to be passive. So first thing in the morning, when you wake up, don't say, good Lord, morning. Say, good morning, Lord. Amen. And if your wife gets out of bed with a bad attitude, refusing to make your coffee, send her back to bed. I mean your husband. So I read this last week, Habakkuk says in verse 17 of Habakkuk 3, though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vine, though the labor of the olive oil may fail and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there be no herd in the stall, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. 
You say, Pastor, I heard you say that last week. Exactly. Have you been rejoicing this week? So I'm going to say it again. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Because I'll tell you, when you rejoice in God, something happens on the inside. You can't stay down and out. You can't stay seated. You've got to get up in Jesus' name to praise Him and to worship Him. You've got to get up. And when you get up, the devil pays attention. Because the devil wants you to sit down. The devil, the devil wants you to weep and to act hopelessly but if you get up like a Joshua and you Caleb and you say no matter what the odds are against us if God delights in us we will possess the promised land we be well able in Jesus name you change the sound in your heart no matter what you're facing no matter your current reality you change the song you change the sound you change the confession Get death and doubt out of your tongue when you walk around those walls of Jericho. If you can say nothing positive, then shut up, my brother and sister. If you cannot praise God when you face a problem, then shut up, my brother and my sister. You've got to praise yourself through the valley. You've got to rejoice on the battleground. You've got to talk about God's goodness. You've got to sing about God's mercy when three armies are attacking you. When you find yourself in a whale's belly, Jonah, indigestive juices, that's when you have to choose to praise God and say, this storm will not digest me. These circumstances will not stop me. I'm going to praise the Lord and as He offered a thanksgiving to God, God spoke to the whale and the whale vomited him out. I tell you, you are coming out of your captivity. You are coming through your sorrow. You are coming out of your brokenness. You are coming through your trouble in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a praise in Jesus' name. Come on. Oh, come on, on a scale of one to 10, some of you are at a three. Give him a praise like you mean it. This is not emotion, although our emotions are involved. Yes. You love your husband like you, you, you're praising God. No wonder your marriage is in trouble. Because it's like he's married to a dead. Um, okay, you listen to me, understand me. You listen to the belangrijke zon in the goud ding. It's like kaki bos. To your throat to say roos bos. Nee man, ek spot nie, en die hele vrou is my nie vir my kwaad word nie. Amen. Thank you ladies. Oh come on, just give him a praise. I feel the spirit of God in this place, just give him a praise, come on. Come on, somebody in the balcony, forget your conservative husband and praise the Lord. Praise Him out of His embarrassment. Praise Him. Praise Him. Just praise Him because He's worthy to be praised. Come on. His name is above every other name. Okay, take your seat. I've got ten, nine minutes left. Nine minutes, 46, 45. 41 huh. Me and the Holy Ghost on the clock hmm. Psalm 40 verse 1 
The psalmist says, I waited and waited and waited some more. Patiently, knowing God would come through for me. Then at last, He bent down and listened to my cry. He stooped down to lift me out of the danger from the desolate pit I was in. Out of the muddy mess I had fallen into. Now He's lifted me up into a farm, secure place. Hallelujah. And He steadied me while I walk along His ascending path. Come on, somebody say, I'm going up. Say it, say, I'm going up. Say, I'm going up. I'm going over. Say, I'm going up in Jesus' Name. He says, a new song for a new day rises up in me. Every time I think about how He breaks through for me. A new song when I think about His goodness and all He's done for me. I've got to dance, 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 dance all night when I think about His goodness and all He's done for me. I've got to praise, 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 praise all night when I think about His goodness. Oh, come on, and all He's done for me. I've got to rejoice, 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 rejoice when I think about His goodness and all He's done for me. You see, the problem is they forgot what God had done for them. They forgot how God had delivered them out of Egypt. This is the generation hundreds of years later on that are now taken into the Babylonian empire as captives. They forgot that there was a time that they were captives in the land of Egypt and God brought them out with a mighty hand. Sometimes we forget because we magnify our problem. That's why we have to get up under the willow trees and take our hops out and we have to remind ourselves of His goodness and what He's done for me. When I think about His goodness and what He's done for me, I've got to shout, 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 shout all night. When I think about His goodness and all that He's done for me, I've got to praise, 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 praise all night. Somebody say amen. It's when we stop remembering and we are overcome and overwhelmed by our oppositions that we lose our song and we lay down our harps and when we lose our song that's when we sit down and when we sit down the enemy gloats over us and we find ourselves in a place of despair depression discouragement wanting to give up that's what they did the other psalmist said I waited and waited and waited I waited you are waiting don't quit the wait don't allow your wait to become a wait W-E-I-G-H-T Don't allow your weight to weigh you down You turn your weight into worship You turn your waiting room into a worship room You go there No matter how real the circumstances You are trusting God for things to get better And they are getting worse And my brother, sometimes that happens You are believing God for a breakthrough Supernatural acceleration And it's like you are feeling supernatural deceleration It's a lie it's a lie. We walk by faith and not by sight. We do not look at the things that are seen, but the things that are not seen. We believe the promises of God. And when things are decelerating, when they should be accelerating, we don't talk about our deceleration. We talk about our acceleration in Jesus' name. And we declare the goodness of God and we praise Him in the midst of decrease. We believe Him. We speak about increase. We speak about the goodness of God. I'm going to say it one more time. 
when I think about His goodness and all He's done for me. I've got to praise, 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 praise all night. That means in the midnight hour, David says, seven times a day will I praise Thee. David says, I will praise Thee on my bed because that's when you toss and you turn and you worry. He says, I'm not going to worry, I'm going to worship. He says, at midnight I will praise You, Paul and Silas. In the darkest hour, in the most severe storm that I face, I'm going to praise, 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 praise because I refuse to be overwhelmed. I'm going to overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. Come on, somebody in Jesus' name. Shout with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He lifted me up. He heard my prayer. Put a new song in my heart. He says, ecstatic praises will pour out of my mouth. Until everyone hears how God has set me free. Many will see His miracles. Say amen. You need a miracle, people are going to see miracles. They'll stand in awe of God and fall in love with Him. Blessing after blessing comes to those who love and trust the Lord. They will not fall away. Hallelujah. You will not fall away. This will not be your end. This storm too shall end. There is a new day waiting on the other side of that storm. There is a new dawning. There is a new day. In Jesus' name, listen to me, my brother. You've got to get up on the inside. You've got to get up in your heart. You've got to get up in your mind. You've got to stop magnifying those devils. And you've got to change your confession. Get your mind in the Word. Get your prayer heaven bound. Get your eyes focused upon the Lord Jesus Christ. And let the song of praise come from your heart. And watch how things are going to do. Because when praise goes up, heaven comes down. When praise goes up, the atmosphere changes. Praise is a weapon that God gave His church. Joy is a gift that God gave us as believers. That's why He said, count it all joy when you go through various trials, tests and tribulations. Not sit and hang up your heart. You take your heart, you call your wife, you tell your children, you say we're going to make a joyful noise. You make the neighbor bad under you. You make the neighbor bad above you. Let your praises go through the ceiling. Let your praises go through seven floors above you so that those who are partying at the top will hear somebody's having a party down there. But your party is a Holy Ghost party. Come on, in the name of Jesus, because you can't stop saying to yourself the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. You cannot stop saying to yourself, I remember what God has done. Come on in Jesus' name. Your praise will lift you. Your praise will cause Him to anoint your head with fresh oil as He promises. Hallelujah. A new song for a new day. Given me a new song. God is giving His church a new song in this hour. A joyful song. Songs that are filled with deliverance that will inspire hope. Listen, faith, courage. Songs that will bring courage and strength and victory and belief and faith to the hearts of God's people. 
Yes, we go through life and we weep at times. The Bible talks about it. Weep with those who weep. But we cannot allow your weeping and your mourning to turn to grief. Because when it turns to grief, it brings the grave. And it robs everything that Jesus still has for you. That's why I started by saying we all have scars, emotional scars, mental scars. But we're not a mess up people. We're a blessed up people. Say amen in Jesus' name. We have memories. We've all been through some stuff. We've all been through some tragedies. We've all been through some hurts. We've all been through some setbacks. We've all been through some betrayals. We've all been through some disappointments. But hey, we are still here. We are still standing. We still believe that weeping endures for a moment, but joy comes in the morning. Shout Amen. Hallelujah. Beautiful television audience. I don't know what you are facing, but I'll tell you, you're not alone. That wherever you are, Jesus is there. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. When the disciples were in the storm, in the midst, Jesus came to them. He's come to you this morning through this message. You put off that garment of, of, of heaviness. You put on a garment of praise. He loves you. God bless you. Give them a hand clap. Come on in Jesus' name. So you have to sing of deliverance while you face captivity. You have to sing a song of joy. While you're waiting for deliverance, you have to sing a song of praise when you feel burdened and attacked by the enemy. You have to sing a song of worship while you have waited and waited and waited. How many of you like to wait, by the way? Thank God there will be no cues in heaven. I avoid cues at all costs because I'm not a good waiter. Oh, I'll serve you, but I mean, I'm not a good, good waiter. Driving to church today with all these bicycles. It's like, who organized this? Don't look at me like that, like you are all a bunch of waiters. Nobody likes to wait. So it's, it's in the waiting room that Satan tries to steal your worship. Listen, it's in the waiting room that Satan tries to lie to your mind. That's why God instructs Joshua to put the Word of God in his mouth. The word meditation means that you, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein. That's the sound God wants, a sound of faith, okay? You rejoice in faith. Faith is believing God when you can't see it. Faith is what you hold on when nothing makes sense in the natural. You have to turn that waiting room into a worship room because waiting is not easy. I can't lie to you. We don't come here Sunday for a quick escape. We come here to be edified and for, for me to be as truthful as I possibly can to give you practical spiritual advice about your purpose in Christ but also how to win in this life and to face the realities. And sometimes storms can be long. Sometimes challenges are small, other challenges are severe. Some challenges really get to people. It's life. The Bible is full of it. But we can never allow those seasons to determine who we are. If you're in a prolonged winter season, sometimes you've just got to grit your teeth and almost become, I don't want to say numb, 
but numb to negativity. And if you can't say anything, don't say anything. Sometimes you just got to drag yourself to church, even if you don't feel like it, because the atmosphere is good for you. You've got to drag yourself to home cell. You've got to drag yourself to get somebody else to read the Bible, because sometimes you don't even feel like reading the Bible. Let's talk truth here today, and it's okay. God understands it. But one thing you're not going to do, my brother, my sister, you're not going to quit. You're not going to allow what life throws at you to steal your dream and your vision and your future. You're not going to become a shell, an empty shell of what God called you to be. No, no, no. You are going to get up this morning. I prophesy it. You're going to take your harp off that willow and you are going to begin to praise God again. Listen, if you can only move your fingers, then move your fingers. If the only thing you can move is a toe, then move a toe. If you don't feel like jumping and shouting, it's okay. But just let something move today. Let it be your mind that moves in the right direction. Let it be your toe that praises God in your shoes. Nobody sees it, but God can see you are trying. You're going to begin to move. And as you move your toes, your feet will want to begin to move. If you move your hands, your, your arms will begin to want to praise God, etc. If you can only say, thank you, Jesus, under your breath, then say, thank you, Jesus. If you can only say, God, you are good, and you're the only one who hears it, say it this morning. Change the sound that comes out of your house, your mouth, out of your heart. Change the sound that comes out of your house. Change the sound this morning. Come on. Come on. For the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. I know you are facing some of your crises. I'm not negative. It's reality. It's life. Every week people will walk in you and these broken people, burdened people, people that have gone through things. And even for those of you that are not going through anything, the fact that you are pursuing Jesus Christ presents challenges by itself. The fact that we go beyond always where we are presents other challenges and demonic opposition. More television stations, uh, uh, stadiums, more buildings, Cape Town, we're going huge for Cape Town and uh, other places, etc. Not because I want to do it, because we have to do it. We have to do it. I can also just sit in a, in a hole somewhere and say, oh, bless God, amen, hallelujah, offend nobody. Three points to what? Yes, the deal, life is real. Challenges are real. The battles you face are real. And the greatest battles you will ever fight are the battles you fight by yourself. Your wife can be sleeping next to you in the bed and you fighting a battle that she knows nothing about. In your mind, you feel like quitting. You're depressed. You've lost your job. It's a huge thing for a man to deal with. Retrenchment, job loss, not being able to bring income. It's a huge thing. I think sometimes ladies don't understand what it does to a man if he loses his job, his career. What it does to that man. What it does to his self-esteem, etc. And the last thing a lady wants to do in a time like that is to say, I told you so, or you should have, etc. No girl, that's when you love on your husband. That's when you tell him, I believe in you. That's when you speak words of life in him. That's when you tell him God's gonna open a door. God's gonna do something amazing in the name of Jesus. That's when you put life into him. And the same if your wife is going through a crisis, you don't judge her, criticize her, then you become the sound of that house. You speak life to that son. You speak life to your husband. You speak, hey, you bring the sound of God into your homes. You bring the sound of peace and the sound of joy and the sound of righteousness. You determine the atmosphere of God in your homes and you watch what God is going to do. Stop going in your closet and praying quietly. Put on your loudest praise and worship so that that rebellious teenager can hear that you are worshiping God, you are praising God when his friends are there and they all want to smoke and they all want to drink. 
that's when you put on your praise and your worship music and you have your party time with God and you offend the hell out of those people of the world because they will turn to Christ. Come on, a new sound for a new day. Make up your mind today to make a joyful shout unto God. Come on, I've got to go. You don't have to. You are standing in the presence of God. You have been sitting down for a long time. You've hung your harps on the willows. Come on, you've been weeping and rightfully so, but my sister, my heart breaks with you. But I want to tell you, Jesus came to heal your brokenness. Jesus came to anoint you with fresh oil. Jesus came to anoint you with gladness. Allow Jesus to touch you. Can you spend a moment and shut out everybody else and worship Him in your valley, in your crisis, in what you are facing and begin to say what God says about your future. Young person, come on. A new day requires a new sound. Make a joyful shout unto God. Come on. Come on, praise Him. Praise Him. Close your eyes so that you don't praise from your mind but from your heart. Pray in the Holy Ghost if you have nothing else to say. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray. Thank Him if you have nothing else to say. Then just say, thank you, Jesus. I'll tell you, sometimes I pray and all I say is, thank you, Jesus. I'm overwhelmed by His love and His mercy. I don't ask Him anything. I just walk and I say, thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, you've got reason to be grateful this morning. You've got reason to rejoice. Your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You've got a reason to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you have done. I will thank you for all that you're going to do. I will thank you. God, you are good. And your mercy endures forever. Come on, will you lift your hands one more time and just pray your prayer to God this morning. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Let there be a divine exchange. Sometimes you've got to give Him those cares. You've got to give Him those weights. You've got to roll those burdens upon Him. Come on. Don't leave this place the way you came, whatever it is. If He carried the whole world, my brother, He's going to carry you as well. He's going to walk you through. Come on. Come on. He's here. He's touching you. He's talking to you. He's lifting you this morning. He's not abandoned you. He's not forsaken you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let the worry turn to worship. Come on, amen, as we remain in a place of worship this morning, with every head bowed and every eye closed, no one walking around or moving in this place. Pastor spoke this morning about leaving maybe, getting that harp from that willow again. But many of us have maybe lost our song. But there are many standing in this place that you do not even have a song. You never knew the one that gave you the song. And that is this opportunity this morning. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, believers praying in this place. There are many of you standing in this place. And if you had to be honest, you have absolutely no relationship with God. If anything had to happen to you, you do not even know where you will end up. But this morning we come and we say, there's an answer. The one that wants to give you that song back, the one that wants to recover you, are waiting with open arms. As many of you are standing in this place, and for whatever reasons, maybe because of circumstances, you've hung up your heart. You lost your faith towards God. But this morning you can come back. There are people standing in this place. You're not even sure if you have a relationship or not. But this morning we want to help you to make sure. See, if that is you quietly wherever you are,
In a moment, we're going to ask you just to slip up your hand so that we can lead you in a prayer. So if that is you quietly, with no one looking around, just slip it up and say, God, I'm coming back. Come on, hands are being lifted on the flank. Thank you so much. Thank you for the hands on the balcony. Here at the bottom, if that is you and you're saying, I'm coming back, just lift your hand and say, God, here I am. I'm surrendering. Come on, we have no promise of tomorrow. This could maybe be the last opportunity that we'll ever see one another again. We do not know. But it's our responsibility to make sure. So in every single church, wherever you're watching, you respond to God and just say, Pastor, pray with me. Put my hand up. Come on, if that is you, put it up now. In Jesus' name. Thank you, God bless, for those hands on the balcony here at the bottom. Thank you for the hands here in the middle, in the block here at the behind, in the top. If that is you, just lift it up. Say, God, I'm coming back. Amen, family. Amen, family. We want to say to every one of you standing in the front that God loves you more than you can ever imagine. And as Pastor said, some of you are going through horrific things. Life has beat you up. But I want to say to you today, you're going to become part of the kingdom. And when you're part of the kingdom, there's family. And our family will help you. We will guide you. We will love you. We will pray with you and stand in agreement and help you become everything that God has for you. In a moment, we're going to lead you in a prayer. And that prayer will change your whole life. Everyone in this building that are clapping their hands, that are so excited about you coming to the front is because we know that our lives are forever changed because of the same decision that we've made. Go write this down. What God has done in your life, do not keep it for yourself. But go this afternoon. Go phone your family. Do whatever you have to and tell them what God has done. Some of you are going to receive peace that you haven't had in years. Some of you are going to get whole this morning. Some of you are going to get delivered this morning. But God's hand will come and He will be there with you and He will guide you and lead you. So can you please be so kind in the front just to close your eyes, put your hand on your heart and just focus on God. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer. And you're going to ask God to come into your life and your life will never be the same again. Just pray after me and say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you today and I thank you that you died for all my sins. Lord, I believe that you paid the ultimate price and that you rose again from the grave and that you live forevermore. I thank you, Father, that I choose your forgiveness today and I thank you that I'm a brand new person. The old has passed and the new has come. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, family. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.